Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Thanks for listening to the She Slays the Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunzlick. Um, Okay, <laughs> so I am releasing a conversation that I had a few months ago with Dr. Cynthia Shaft Toll uh, before all hell broke loose. Um, it's funny because the original intro to this, it's not funny. It's actually sad. Uh, the original intro I had to this had me listing like, hey guys, I have all these fun places that I'm going to be this year. Like, and I'm like listing all these places that I was going to be speaking and like, I want to connect with you and hug you and like lick a doorknob. Um, I didn't say that, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just really funny to go back and watch things and just go, oh, Wow. You had no idea. You just had no idea. And then I'm going to get all like down a rabbit hole here. But like, then doesn't it make you go like, I have no idea. I don't have control over anything like this was able to happen. And I had no idea like what the heck's going to happen in September. So, I mean, you could go dark with it, but you could also go really light with it of like, yeah. So why am I putting so much energy and anxiety into like, things that may not even happen. I don't know. Anyways. Okay. Well, where was I? Um, so Dr. Cindy and I, you know, you're just going to have to mind us talking like two normal people, the end of February who have no idea that life's about to change. Um, but regardless, here's why I wanted to release it. Um, because I think in this weird divinely guided kind of way, the information still sticks. Um, so it's a conversation about re-entering the profession and a lot of the emotions, including fear, isolation, lack of confidence um, that can be associated with that. Unfortunately, I have a feeling that there are going to be even more women who need this episode right now than even before when we recorded. Um, so speaking of women, just going to pivot here, speaking of women listening who might need a little encouragement and companionship and to not feel alone during this time, I am officially going to make something official. Curb gave me the go ahead, you guys, just in case you listened to last week's episode and you heard at the end how he was like, I can't believe you're sharing this too quickly. You have such a big mouth. Um, anyway, so I've gotten the go ahead to introduce the first offspring of the She Slays the Day podcast, which is my eight-week masterclass called Revive. 
So it starts June 1st, and this is meant to be an intensive workshop that's going to help you get just unstuck from your current mindset and situation. And I want to give you tactical tools so you can begin making progress, making baby steps forward on your dream of what 2020 still can be. Because no, you don't get to phone it in and say, wake me up January 1st, 2021. Like, it's not how it's going to happen, guys. Like, going to need to start dreaming a little bit, and that's okay. So like I said, this is meant to be a small group so we can get intimate and tactical. Um, so there are only a few seats available. If you get our emails from us regularly uh, and you don't know what I'm talking about, go check your inbox uh, because you got an email with special pricing from us uh, last Saturday. So if not, go to our link on Instagram um, go to the bio and if you click on the link tree, it'll open a big list of things and then click revive. Um, or I'll drop the link in the show notes to this, but like who really even goes to the show notes like for real, um, but you can go there. There'll be a link there. And at checkout, if you enter she slays all caps, uh, because you're an awesome listener, we'll give you 10% off. Speaking of awesome listeners. Oh, did I give you guys enough information on that? Like, I don't know. I kind of pivoted there. Can you tell I got get uncomfortable when it comes to like selling? Like, geez, show your, I'm like, okay, I'll just move on. But no, so if you have questions on that, um, go, there's a huge long description of what it's going to be like. Reach out if you have more questions, send me a DM. I'll try and hook you up with some more info. So now I will switch. So time for a listener highlight. So this one is titled, It's Like You Know Me, and it's from Dr. Allie 27 and it's five stars. So it says, I seriously do not like most podcasts, but I'm glad my friend basically made me listen to the show. Uh, shout out to Dr. Allie's friend. Um, anyways, any show that starts with me centering myself and getting in alignment spiritually, then gives practical get stuff done advice and makes me pee a little bit from laughing so hard is worth the listen. I'm hooked. Dr. Allie, I recommend you do some Kegels, girlfriend. I'm not that funny. No, I'm kidding. Of course I'm that funny that you pee your pants. <gasps> I get it all the time. Anyways, pee the pants club. Uh, thank you, Dr. Allie. Um, if you're the Dr. Allie that I'm thinking of, ooh, I know a couple Dr. Allies. I think you already have stickers. But if you don't and you're listening and you're like, girl, that's my review. I don't have stickers. Um, send me a DM. And then if you don't get stickers for like two weeks, send me another DM because as I've already shared with you all, I suck at following through with the DM to sticker situation. But anyways, I digress. So today's guest is Dr. Cynthia Shaftoll. She's the founder of Women Chiropractors Nonprofit Organization, um, and she's dedicated her life to the why of this organization. So they believe in a world where women chiropractors come together to connect and collaborate so that they can achieve their definition of success. She's a mother of seven and grandmother of eight and currently practices in Canton, Michigan. So she's going to share a bit of her story in the beginning, um, but we're going to dig into a question from a listener who is coming back into the profession after taking a hiatus for babying. Uh, that's my way of saying momming. You know, you get it. Anyways, so before we jump in, let's take a breath and let's pray. Dear God, uh, please speak into the hearts of everyone listening. 
allow this conversation to build empathy into the strong who think they'd never be in a situation like this, um, but build courage in the women who've left the profession and have no idea how to get back in. Speaking to everyone that they are enough wherever they are in their journey and whatever has happened to them, they're enough and they're doing enough. They're a part of your work and they're doing good. Thank you for people who donate so much of their time and life towards creating a community for women to come together to build on the strength that you've given each of us individually. In your name, we pray. Amen. All right, people, without further ado, I give you my conversation from end of February with Dr. Cynthia Shaftoll. So before we dive into our question today, um, you know, for everyone listening, I have Dr. Cindy Toll on. And we were talking about like, is it Dr. Cindy Shaft and Cindy Shaft Toll? And there's like an L worth in there too. So I have Dr. Cindy Toll on today. And um, we are talking about the question we have today is like a re-entry question from a woman who's never really even got into practice. Um, but before we read the question and get into it, I would love for you to answer the age-old question of, who are you and why, what's your story? Well, I have a, I am a, got a different story than probably anybody else in the universe. So there you go. You, uh, you ready? Yeah. I ready. So I am a mom of seven. So that first of all, shuts the conversation down. Yep. Right. So um, I come from a family of 20 chiropractors in three generations. My son now is a chiropractor. Um, so, but I started out, um, in chiropractic at two months old. And I have to tell you, we had quite the chiropractic experience. My father was a World War II vet and he, um, had narcolepsy so severe that he would fall asleep standing up oh and God. there was nothing anybody could do for him. And so he decided, um, he was going to check everything out to do because he was losing jobs left and right. You know, you'd fall asleep. And my mom was so mad at him when he had his kids, when his kids, he would fall asleep. Like in the, she was, he was no help at all. And so, um, he went to the university of Michigan, which is about 15 minutes from where I live now. And they told him there was nothing you can do this. And so how do you live? falling asleep at any moment. How do you deal with that? Right. So my dad um, drove home and this is the late fifties and he, he saw a pink car behind him because it's the fifties. Probably had cool fins on it. Anyway, um, he's the next thing he knew he was sleeping with his head on watching when uh, mailboxes go by and the pink car was ahead of him. He had no clue that he was falling asleep and he was so he said, I'm going to go see that crack practor down the street <laughs> so that, that my aunt had told him about. So what's fascinating is our story starts with females. And it was a female chiropractor, Dr. Carolyn Ream, who was our first chiropractor. Anyway, um, so my dad went to see Dr. Ream and she, um, after my dad was adjusted in, in her second story office, like with, they said, you can't believe how crude the adjusting tables was, you know, 1920s chiropractor, her and her husband graduated, went through um, the Great Depression, 
got chickens for payment. They actually were wealthy compared to everybody yeah, else. I am still waiting payment. for a patient to offer me a chicken. I would take oh. a chicken for pay, payment. Like I am jealous sometimes of those times where I'm like, come on, somebody bring me something more exciting than 40 bucks. Anyway. You never got, oh yeah, well, anyhow, we've gotten all sorts of fun stuff too. Maybe it's just the area. So anyhow, so so he had this miraculous change through chiropractic care. So when I was born, they could not figure out why as a baby I was having all these seizures and these fevers, febrile seizures. And um, so my dad said, do you think that chiropractic care could help my baby? And she said, yeah, bring her in. And so that chiropractic, again, my eye straightened out and stopped having the febrile seizures. And that oh was the beginning of an era for all of us. And I'm telling you, I was so fortunate to be raised in this environment because my dad said to Dr. Green, do you think you could make any money at this? Because you Because <laughs> I'm paying you in chickens. Does anybody actually give you money? That's right. And so he had no clue at all. Um, you could make mo- you could make a living in it, right? So um so he, um, she said, yeah, you could make like up to $10,000 a year, which was Ooh. phenomenal. They were so thrilled. So here's Dr. Nancy Cooper, who is my cousin, full disclosure on the board. Um, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aww. She's so key in the whole WDC thing. So anyway, her dad's 10 years younger than my dad. And my dad kind of took him under his wing. And he was coming out of the um, Air Force. And he, he said, hey, Walt, what you doing for the rest of your life? And my dad said this to people over and over again. And so he said, why don't you become a chiropractor? And um, he said, well, I guess so. Um, Could you make any money at it? My dad says $10,000. And my dad was going to do it without it. And my uncle Walter had, um, he became a very driven principled chiropractor after that. But at that time he was young. He had no clue, you know, so like, okay, let's go. So they had moved, they took all of three kids of us, my Uncle Walter, and we all moved to Davenport, Iowa. And um, my mom started a boarding house there for students where she cooked and cleaned for them. And we ended up, um, my dad went to school and his whole entire tuition, by the way, $1,500 if you could pay it up front. I know. Oh my gosh. Um, and they went to the old Palmer School of Chiropractic, and he graduated in 1962. So he came out of chiropractic college at that time. And, and this, all, this whole story kind of relates to why I started with chiropractors. So he came out of school and promptly failed because nobody had an idea how to run a business at that time, mm-hmm. it really, or do anything like that. And so someone said to him, hey, why don't you go to Parker Seminar? And um, you can, you know, you can learn how to do some of these things you didn't know what to do. And he said, all right. So my mom was working at the airport at the time and my dad was working a side job and um, trying to see a few patients a week. It just was not working. So they all went to um, Parker, all him and his friends, and they said, um, Parker started to teach some business principles of how to run a practice. And got them inspired and excited and they came home. But the most important thing he told them was to um, meet together once a week and share what works. And you know what? That's the power of the whole deal. So one of the reasons Michigan is such a powerful state is because of that. That's where it started. 
I got to be in the middle of that. I was youngest to an older father. So I got, they dragged me along to everything. Well, they that just- was, Well, that makes sense. That's Nancy's story too. When I interviewed her, she was talking about that. And that's so crazy yeah. that like, you were there. I was, of course. Yeah. And she's five years younger. So I got a little bit more of that. And so, well, and Dr. Donna Kraft is my cousin too, by the way, on the okay. other side. So, yeah. <clears throat> so anyway- um, so, you know, we just like to bring people along with us when stuff works, right? That's mm -hmm. what we do with our family. And so that's how we ended up with that. My dad probably referred at least 50 chiropractors. There's at least 50 practicing chiropractors because of him. And um, so, so anyway, we, we watched these, these new doctors come out of school and, you know, they're like, you don't have to struggle like we do. This is what you're going to do. And, and the next thing happened, you know, they, they figured out how to do better forms and better adjusting techniques and better everything. So, um, so then um, Sid Williams was teaching for Parker. Most people don't know that he was teaching for Parker. He left and started DE. And so then they went to see what that was all about. So then my dad was making enough money and I spent my childhood in the back of um, meeting rooms, right? Listening to the greats of chiropractic. Um, and it was really fun. Reggie Gold and Sid Williams were friends at that time, which was really interesting. And just, I saw- Did they become not friends later? Yeah. And oh, so- I didn't know this. Like, we're going to have to have a whole like soap opera- whole thing. Yeah. They just, there's two strong personalities. Do you know what I'm saying? Two oh, yeah strong personality. So that's what happened. But I saw chiropractic rise in that way. And it was just like people coming from literally rags to riches, but not only that, like just making chiropractic, um, it just, it just grew incredible ways. And people started colleges from that group, all sorts of crazy stuff happened. So when I, when my mom and dad had that um, boarding house, the students thought it would be funny to teach me my first word, which was chiropractic. And I really did, <laughs> did learn that. So anyway, so, you know, so from, from the time I was born, I was in this really exciting, um, intentional environment that was just more than, um, more than fun. And I had no idea that other people really weren't raised in this world because I was kept in this kind of bubble with the rest of it, but we were going to change the world with chiropractic. And so I uh, started college. I, um, I entered college at 16. I got a school early and I got married at 18 to a chiropractor that someone that I met at DE and, um, what is DE? sorry, uh, dynamic essentials. It was what started life college. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is different worlds and, you know, so Anyway, I, um, so I got married at 18, had a son at 19, my son that's a chiropractor, and then um, had a daughter halfway through. And since I had small children, I, um, Maxine McMullen, who is one of the founders, if not the founder of uh, chiropractic pediatrics as a subspecialty, you know, so her yeah. and some other people. Yeah. And we're presenting the Maxine Mac Award. Last time we presented to Jeannie Ohm, by the way. Oh, and so this time we've got, yeah. So this time it's for someone else. You know how, you know, you've got to do something like that. That's, yeah. I just said, we've got to give it to Jeannie. Yeah. Um, I just, it was just like an inside. You got to do this thing. It's just like that innate intelligence. It was. <laughs> it was. I think it's free flowing pretty good in you. Yeah. So there I am going along in my Wait, life. So, hold on. All right, so you graduated high school in 16, entered yeah. chiropractic college, what age? 
I was, I started at 19. But okay. I already got married at 18. Yeah. Started in 19, had your first baby. At 19. At 19. Okay. And then I had another one at 21. Okay. While I was in school, took national boards, cast them all, graduated as the youngest in my class. And wow. I was pregnant with my third. So. Okay. <laughs> So, Do you know your Enneagram type by chance? <laughs> so, you know what? It's a debatable between a three and a four. Really. Yeah, I was going to say, I have a feeling you're a three wing four, but. Um, That's exactly. Kind of yeah. Way, yeah. You yep. think I'd be a little bit like. <laughs> yeah. It is driven. so funny. Like I, Kirby needs to make a graph of how many. Like, I think I'm just magnetized to other threes, but because I think a majority of the people I've interviewed on the podcast are threes and I can always spot them. I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. So tell, I usually interrupt them and I'm like, are you a three? You're a three. I can <laughs> okay. Anyway, so you have three kids, you graduate. And, um, I thought that we were going to change the world on fire with two chiropractors. And you mm -hmm. know what I found out? It's because I never had any bias against women chiropractors as, you know, being successful, but there really weren't any role models around me. Mm -hmm. um, and so I didn't really, really realize the culture that was missing, the, the missing parts of it all and uh, taking care of the kids. And eventually I had seven. And um, so we'll fast forward through some of those boring years. I mean, it was great raising kids and I was... And I, w I was working off and on with kids between, you know, nursing and having babies. But at year 29 that I was married to my husband, we got divorced and he disappeared from the scene for everybody. And um, it was a nasty time in Michigan. Um, Michigan was already in a depression. And um, because we were in, Fort we're actually in where half of the town is Ford Engineers. And Ford already did reorganization before GM and Chrysler did. So they already were on the skids big time uh, before that, um, before the, re the recession hit really bad. Is this 2007 so, you're talking about? Well, this already was going on on my side of town. Okay. And I was watching chiropractors go out of business and then my ex disappeared. Jeez. And um, I have, we have a house that's half finished. Um, chiropractors that are, you know, that are doing well are going out of business around me. Mm -hmm. And I have grieving children and I'm grieving, trying to figure out what to do. And I just said to myself, I've had, that's it. I'm, I'm done with it. I know how to be successful. I will figure it out. I saw what happened. I saw, I saw chiropractic rise in a huge way. And so this is what I'm going to do. So you know mm -hmm. what I did? I started talking to other women chiropractors who were successful. So, you know, I caught, I talked to Dr. Nancy, I talked to Dr. Donna, and I talked to local uh, chiropractors in my area, um, Dr. Amanda Affelblatt, Dr. Susan Belaske, and we would have lunch together and we would just start talking about what works for us, you know? And you know what I find, Doc, um, when I talk to women chiropractors, when we get together, like for the first time in a group, they always say to me, you know what? I've never felt comfortable. I've always had more male friends than female friends, right? I've never had really great girlfriends because they don't get me, right? They don't get me. Men get me more than women do, except I'm still an odd duck, right? So there's anyway, your peeking out. <laughs> here it is. It is peeking out. So, um, so that's what, so 
geez. Now, now, so you now were with local chiropractors. You're meeting. Yeah, so, so we started to do this. And so um, I said, um, you know, I went to our state association and I said to them, look, you guys realize that half of the students are women enrolled in the schools right now? And they said, no, they had no clue. You know, they really don't have any clue. And I said, and the women aren't doing as well as the men um, in practice and they're not staying in practice as long. I said, what's going to happen when the profession flips to the 50% of it? What's going to happen to the profession I love and am passionate about? What's going to happen to the world? What's happening to these women chiropractors? Not all of them were um, privileged like I was to be raised this way. Because when I started doing all that stuff, I beat the numbers that my ex-husband and I did together in four years while people were going out of business. So dead weight. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to comment on that. Right, so, right. Um, so anyway, we, um, so it, we moved on from that point um, of doing that. You know what was interesting? You know, when you speak, people contact you a bit. But this was different. Half of the women contacted me in the next two years asking me questions. What do you know about this? This, 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 this. And it wasn't like I was marketing them. It wasn't at all. They were just asking me questions and just peppering me with, you know, do you have an answer to this? You, you finally hear someone speaking to me. Mm-hmm. So then um, the next one we did, Dr. Nancy and I did, and it was even bigger. But I have to tell you, when we were search, researching, you know, when I was looking at stuff to research and to write on women chiropractors, there were two articles on the internet, two, any references to women chiropractors, two, one, two, and this is going to be half of the profession. And yeah. so that was nuts. Well, anyway, before this point, I also bought the URLs to womenchiropractors.org because I protect it fiercely like a mama bear, because mm-hmm. I felt like this had to be a platform for all um, women chiropractors. And it just couldn't be held for someone that just wanted to make money off of it and do something for just, you know, as a consulting group, which is right. fine, but it needed to be a thing, right? Because chiropractors, chiropractic is going to fail if we didn't do something. So we did something. We did what we could do where we're at. Isn't that the answer to life, right? We do what we can do with what we have where we're at, right? Absolutely. And and strap on some balls while you're doing it. (laughs) Oh, man. You know, I can't tell you how many times I walked into the practice, gritted my teeth, and, you know, say affirmations on the way there, and then grit my teeth and go, all right, I'm going to smile, I'm going to do this. And it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy walking into a practice that was bombed out, that was seeing 25 patients a week, and people were grieving, and they were worried if the doctor had hung himself in the basement. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, that was not easy. It was, like, a ridiculously difficult time. But you know what? You do it. And every day you walk through it, and you do it a little bit more. And you take what you have around you, and you use it to build the next step of what you have, and then you do it a little more. And then pretty soon, things start to work, but you're still having to push through all that stuff. And you know what, pretty soon, you're past where you ever dreamed you were, and God starts sending you amazing miracles. And I have a list of amazing miracles. Yeah, oh my gosh. Okay, so you're correct. That is a very unique and crazy story, yes. (laughs) Um, So let's 
let's read this question and kind of jump into um, the meat of, of this. So this question is from a Dr. Britt. And it says, hi, Dr. Lauren, I was hoping you could help me with a more vulnerable question and less practice. So backstory is my husband and I are both chiropractors who graduated around the same time eight years ago. He graduated six months before me and started up our practice while I was still in school. I got pregnant right before graduation, which although not planned, we were ecstatic about. I really didn't want to barely get started adjusting, then need to take a maternity leave. So I worked more on the back end of practice things instead of adjusting and meeting the patients. I stayed at home with our son and didn't go through with getting licensed to start adjusting in our clinic because the numbers didn't really need me and we knew we were going to have a second baby. Fast forward many years, our second child is about to enter kindergarten in 2020 and we're ready for me to join the practice. But I'm so scared. Besides adjusting my husband, kids, and extended family here and there at family gatherings, I'm really out of the loop. I'm great at marketing and running payroll, but not sure how I would know much about x-rays, orthopedic tests, diagnosing, or adjusting. I want to finally start using the expensive license I got years ago, but feel scared and don't know where to start. I'm also nervous that I'm going to feel like an employee and that my husband is going to be my boss because he's been the actual one in the clinic for the last eight years. Thank you so much for your help. Sincerely, Dr. Britt. So there's a lot happening with this. This is like um, a two or three part episode. Um, But so I guess the first thing, where would you start? Where would you start talking to Dr. Britt here? Oh, I totally get where she's at. Um, In fact, we have a program in in women chiropractors that we developed called reentry. Because I got that, because I get the reentry part of it. Our profession um, didn't have one before this, but the other ones do, by the way, for people who, yeah, yeah, all the other professions have a reentry program. And is it, are all the reentry programs for professions typically for women? Like, is that no, or for anybody, but generally they're for women. And like I said, this is something we as a profession have to address because you're not alone, Dr. Britt. There are lots of women out there like you and there's lots of women that feel just like you and guess what you pass through chiropractic college you can do neurology if you can pass neurology and go through all that stuff you can be a successful practicing chiropractor with your husband or eventually on your own if you want to do that there is lots of great ways and it does take guts and it does take courage but you can do that yeah absolutely I mean, yeah, so there's a part of me that, um, you know, her story is her story and um, not to be confused with the WDC podcast. Like Britt's story is her story. And I've kind of wondered sometimes like, well, if you know that you're the type of woman who wants to stay home with the kids while they're young, why did you go to school when you did? Like, why didn't you wait? And then I kind of realized like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine going through school without kids. So it's kind of that blessing to get the like 
I don't want to call it the logistics um, of the degree over with, but like, I'm sorry, I don't use biochem in my day to day. And so like, she doesn't need to get brushed up on biochem. She needs a little bit of some brushing up and dusting off of adjusting and diagnosing. And she probably knows all the billing because I'm doing the billing, but like, yeah, it, it is kind of a blessing to be able when you can go to school and get that, uh, the nasty part of the license over with, without, you know, studying and things like that without kids at home. But like, it is, it's, it's hard. I can't, I was never that woman who was going to stay home with the kids. Um, so you see that a lot though. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I kind of was that person. I did that in and out thing um, because of seven and just because of how it was practicing with my ex was um, difficult. And I felt um, not as good as him because I, and I felt it wasn't fair in some ways because I was doing all this for the family and it just wasn't. And so finally I just went, all right, I'm going to figure it out. So, you know, what I did for myself was um, we introduced it as Dr. Cindy, the kids are um, older and Dr. Cindy is getting back in practice and she's getting to know all the patients in the practice and um, watching what doctor, you know, the other doctor is doing. And um, she's just gonna observe so she can give the same great quality of care that, that he is to them. So then, I, that's what I would do for her, number one. If she's got a great marriage, great husband, whatever, start with that. That's the very first step that I would do with her is follow him around and say, you adjust, oh, you adjust the ilium this way and, and just start, starting a little bit at a time. And, um, and then you start, you'll start getting your own patients in and, um, you can start, you start working on it. But like I said, you'll start to get hands on people and you'll be surprised how quickly you will get your sea legs back. But if you've got a great marriage and a great husband that wants to help you with it, absolutely. And you know, at Women Chiropractors, that's what we're here. That's the strategies. That's why we're here. That's why a lot of women never have practiced. And it's just, you know, a great woman chiropractor, you just don't want to, we don't want to lose them. And so you can have a vital, amazing practice. And we've helped women. The very first um, associate I ever had was in one of my seminars. And she said to me, "Um, I'm embarrassed. My husband's a DO and, um, you know, I had to move for him. I had a horrible, she had a horrible labor labor and delivery. She had all sorts of problems. And her husband, you know, because he was an intern, he was all over the country, never got her feet in there. She, her baby was sick. She was sick. And she started to, you know, after two or three years, you, you lose your edge and you don't know what to do or who to ask. And you're embarrassed. And she said to me, I will work for you for three months for free. If you can teach me how to become a chiropractor again. Now so that is, some, that is some scrappy ass, like that is impressive. And yes. like, mm-hmm. and she did. She, I helped her get back in practice and it was 10 years and she's, she's successfully practicing right now. So um, that was the first one because, you know, I kind of like that idea. Okay. And like, obviously Britt's going to do whatever she's going to do. So maybe this wouldn't work for her circumstance, but because I do like, again, the feminist in me really identifies with like kind of that last part that she just throws in there. Like, I'm nervous about feeling like an employee. Um, I mean, it'd be kind of amazing if possible, if I were in her shoes, 
if there, I didn't ask where she lives, but like if there's an associate position working for like a female, because if she practices different, if she wants to see more kids and her husband sees more athletes, like go, yeah, get your feet super wet. Maybe don't do it for free. Um, <laughs> like your first associate, like do an associate position and um, really get your confidence back, not under your husband um or I, I don't know you know and then like be able when you step into the practice to be like you know I'm bringing my energy and confidence but if that's not possible like, I just don't want her to like feel small like I want her to bring find her Beyonce Sasha Fierce energy not under watching him do his thing does that make sense Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Um, again, taking what works for you, like in your, your circumstance, like the gal that worked for me just worked part time. So mm-hmm. most of the time, it, it almost was a teaching lab for oh, her. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah. So she like, it, it almost, it just gave her skills. She's a fierce adjuster now. She knows how to do all the things she knows how to do. And it's almost like that internship. It was like going back to school without having to pay a tuition. Mm -hmm. And so I've thought about all this stuff for years and years. And I know there's a lot of women out there like that. Like I said, so we're working on more small community meetups. Like when you were telling your story about how important it was to like get together weekly and talk to other local chiropractors. I don't know if I just live in a weird um, area where I might just have that kind of personality where the other female chiropractor, there's not many, there's only a couple. And like from day one, they have had a target on me as if I was like this big competition to them. And I'm just like, I like come up to them at homecoming and I'm like, Hey, and they're just like, "Mm." and you, so it was never an issue. Like people weren't like, you're my competition. Why would I like sit down with you and tell you how I became successful. Well, let me tell you, well, first of all, the two gals that we talked with, we were kind of 20 minutes apart in practice. So that's a zero competition. I mean, you can say it is, but where we're at, where we're at 20 minutes is, is too far for people to drive because we're, we're in, we're in like an upper middle-class community where I'm at and they live in just a different area. So, and then, frankly, we were just tired of being alone in the trenches and being oddballs. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is if you reach out to someone maybe a little bit farther down, if you feel like, if they feel like that, that's the issue. And the same with my dad and all those other docs, they were all a a bit apart. So they never felt like anyone was doing it. Um, They were competing with each other, not even a little bit. So, because it was just a a little bit of a distance, but yeah, that makes sense. So like Dr. Nancy, I always envied what she had because the reason she's got a great gal that they they're um, they practice in the same space is because there was a group of gals and they they met together and talked and did that and so when she was pregnant, you know, her, um, Karen, Dr. Karen took over for her and when you know Dr. when you know they just vice versa didn't have a problem with each other, but they have a successful relationship. Because like, as she says, it's like dating, you just kind of have to get to know the person well before you want to trust them in that kind of a close business relationship. So yeah, that makes sense. But I know what could be another, a probably a more realistic idea instead of her going to work as an associate somewhere else, which, Hey, I still think is not terrible. Um, first, 
but so once she meets the patients, uh, kind of do. So when I, I've brought on two associates now and with both of them, after about a month of them meeting people and like learning our systems and procedures, which she probably knows all of their systems and procedures really well, um, I got out of Dodge. And I spent, I think in like the month of January, I was in practice, like in the clinic, maybe like nine working days. And I would be like there for like a Monday, Tuesday. And then I like went on vacation with my family Wednesday through Saturday. And then I came back. Um, and that really threw our associates. This is uh, like, I threw them to the wolves, basically, because I have a very big dominating personality. And I knew that it was going to be very difficult for them to find their own Sasha Fierce, their own Beyonce power um, under me. And by under me, I mean, like with me, like hanging out being like, oh, that's how you're gonna communicate a follow up is it you know, and so I just left them. <laughs> I came back and I was like, so how'd it go? And they were like, uh, okay, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're back. But I think that would be a fantastic idea, however possible in this scenario. So like your husband has likely, her husband's likely been missing out on a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with the kids. Yeah. So let's see if second is starting kindergarten 2020. So it's probably September, you know, like start getting your feet wet, maybe don't wait until fall. And then like, let your husband spend a lot of July home with the kids before they go back to school and you be in practice by yourself meeting the patients and like, feel like you have the safety to communicate a, what a subluxation is in your own words. Cause it's just kind of weird when you have somebody who you know has done it so much and you, they can like hear you. You're like, well, I mean, I don't know. We should ask my husband because he's better at this. And you know, so like I would say if you can get some alone time in the clinic with those patients, that would be really fantastic as well. Oh, I think so. And, or she could subspecialize if she just wanted to say mm -hmm. she's opening practice now just to do pediatric and, you know, pregnancy or whatever. So then she could take over that segment of the practice. And then that would be a reasonable split. And oh, yeah. he were only really set herself apart from him. And that would be an easy way. But this is like I said, this is why women chiropractors, nobody's intelligently discussed this. And because we have such, you know, here's the issues we have, right? Number one, like if you're an MD, you get to meet other docs in hospitals. So you see the culture, you see what they wear, what they do, blah, 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 blah. We don't, you know, we don't see that so much. So we don't see. Um, so, you know, to, to meet up with others and see what it is like, you know, you mull over these issues and then you find mentors or people don't like you, but we just don't have that. And that's, that's the point of it to try to connect. So that's why the Facebook group is so amazing. And then it's just nuts you know, because no, we've never had it. Right. It was just right. an untapped, untapped thing. So yeah, that's the, that's the deal with her. She's definitely, she, you can rock it. Lots of oh, women yeah. can do it. Yeah, of course you're scared. Of course, you know. I, but the thing is, is like, like I said, I'm very confident, and I was terrified my first month adjusting. You know, like, and I had just come out of school, and so it's like, yeah, you're gonna be the like. I don't know what you said, but like, she's gonna find her rhythm really, really fast. Um, one important aspect that I would love to recommend to Dr. Britt is with her fully entering 
And I guess she didn't say if she was going to be working as many hours a week as him or whatever, but like with fully entering with like the kids going to school and her being in the practice is a really good time to renegotiate um, house, home and business duties too, because more than likely, I'm just making a huge assumption here that if she's been solely or mostly responsible for caring for the kids, she's probably mostly responsible for the groceries and what's for dinner and picking them up from practice. And when I've talked to a lot of women, what ends up happening is then when there's this change in routine, where now all of a sudden it kind of goes unsaid that like, oh, well, I thought you were going to stop seeing patients at 4.30 to pick up Johnny from karate practice. And the wife's like, why? We both are scheduled until 5.30. Why am I responsible? So like communication, as much communication ahead of time as possible to be like, okay, this is everything that I do for the home. This is everything that I do for the business. And then, you know, like, because it's not just like with the kids that I would recommend he, you kind of renegotiate, but also like if she's been doing all the marketing and payroll and she's going to start adjusting, is there anything in that admin office manager role that he can take on? And it can really become this doctor, doctor, Mr. Mrs., relationship versus like I'm the sub adjuster type absolutely. thing absolutely that, that kind of um, you know you nailed it on the head with that one you know the thing that I hate saying is if a, a woman chiropractor you know a husband and wife or whatever they are together if one just ends up doing admin only and they don't want to do it it's just like oh my gosh you don't have to do that forever there's ways out of it we have to find we have to work on strategies and, and, you know, offer resources for people to be able to figure this thing out. And uh, the profession is going to do amazingly well once we figure it out, you know, and uh, those are great, great resources. If she wants to contact me, she's more than happy to. I have some resources for her. Um, our reentry class already started um, for that would be she'd be perfect for that situation. Um, but that's not going to start. How many times? Yeah. When's the next time that start? No, we don't put out applications until, um, November. So it'll be on womenchiropractors.org. Um, you can put your application in and, um, and we start that program from January, the first Tuesday in January, all the way to international women chiropractors day, which is June 5th. Okay. And so we have, you know, weekly meetings and some amazing coaches and resources and, and it's a safe, safe place. So we've had two really, um, we've been able to get help women get back in practice and it's just been amazing to see, you know, the crazy circumstances people are in. Yeah. Um, with the, you know, when we're talking about like kind of renegotiating to the roles within the business, um, I think that a lot of times when you're, she probably doesn't realize to her power of making money, 
So like in this profession, uh, you can make more than $10,000 a year now. (laughs) And um, so like they might get to a point where it's like, okay, well, I don't really want to do payroll anymore. I hate payroll. I've been doing it because, you know, it made more sense that I would do it. And if he's like, well, I don't really want to do payroll either. I I don't know how long payroll takes because I've never done payroll. Somebody else does it. But let's say it takes an hour. I don't know. Do you know how much, how long payroll takes? Let's say it takes no, an hour. Every... I have other people do it for Right. Me. We have people. <laughs> well, let's pretend that payroll takes an hour every two weeks. Like an hour of a chiropractor's time yes. is very likely much more profitable for them to pay their accountant to run payroll so she can be seeing patients. And so like, but maybe she loves payroll. Maybe she loves the numbers, but just like looking through that admin stuff she does. And if she's like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. This is, I don't mean to say, cause we have a lot of non-chiropractors who listen. Like, I don't mean to say below me as though clerical work, you know, whatever. Like, but if she feels like this is not something that I want to do and it is not doctor work that I choose to keep doing then and he doesn't want to either then like find someone and pay them to do it and be like you know demand that politely with clear communication with your husband demand the respect that like okay so if you're not willing to do it and I it doesn't bring me joy um let's start getting prices on like how this would work to outsource this or you know like if they're due for another CA, let's train our CA to do it. And, but yeah, just because this is the way it's been for the last eight years, gently, gently let your husband know that like things are going to be changing. <laughs> I have three words. Hire a housekeeper. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, has to ha- has to be done because mm-hmm. I guarantee you can make more money as a doctor than you can as a housekeeper. Unless this is your jam and this is what you love doing, go for it. But that's not mine. Yeah, I I don't mind it. But like, I still love my housekeeper. I'm like, oh my God, please never leave me. (laughs) Oh man. Okay. Anything else that you would recommend to Dr. Brett? I, you know, just connect with women chiropractors. We've got an amazing convention coming up. Oh yeah. Uh, Talk about the convention. Woohoo. And you're coming to it as well? I am. I'm so excited. And I just got done interviewing Dr. Lona and she's speaking at it. And Christy Wick, who's one of my besties, is speaking at it. And Denisa Weber, who's one of my besties, is speaking at it. Like, I'm just, I'm excited. Yeah. You're going to be podcast terrific there too, maybe. <laughs> right. So. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, it is an incredible thing. It is going to be at the Wyndham in Clearwater Beach, Florida, and it is May 1 to 3. And so there are 14 CEs possible. And But here's the deal. It is an incredible thing to be with all women chiropractors for the first time in your life. That was mind-blowing. The connections were incredible, and you will feel like you have a place you belong. And it just was, the energy was incredible. I had uh, Don Peterson, who is the owns Dynamic Chiropractic, was there. And you know what he said? He goes, I have never been, and he goes to conventions like basically for a living, right? He goes, I have never been to one like this ever. He said, you guys have taken it next level. He goes, you got something amazing going on. 
that's pretty high praise because yeah. Yeah, He's like so, there is a lot of estrogen in this room. I have never experienced this before. <laughs> he loved it. He loved it. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so is there going to be, and if not, I think we should try and figure out how to make this happen. Um, is there going to be any kind of like new startup slash like re-entering um, luncheon or breakfast, like somewhere. We're having, kind of, we're having a place where we can connect. We're going to definitely connect with everybody like that for sure. Okay. Because you know, when you have hundreds of women there, like, you know, Dr. Britt, I don't, she's not going to like wear a sign that says like, help me new. <laughs> like, so it'd be great to have like a specific yeah. like breakfast or something like that where people who are like, yeah, I'm just getting started and I could use startup advice um, and all versus like announce it from the rooftops. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Somebody help me. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's totally my personality. Like just stand there like, somebody help. <laughs> and then you got help, right? Yeah, I did. Yep. I do. Not everybody is a three swing four or even that, you know, so here's the deal. That, that's who I feel for a lot of women who are really introverted and they really struggle and they just feel bad and they don't have to because there's so many great ways. Like Dr. Nancy, she is not that at all. She is a very much of an introvert and she's super successful in how she, you know, everybody's different. Not everybody has to be like the, the high driver, the high I, high D, whatever, to be, succeed. Everybody works well together. So, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So good. Oh, yeah. well, thank you so much. Um, for... Oh, I wanted to mention, talk about the pop-ups. There's oh yeah, talk about the pop-ups. Yeah, that's a cool little intimate area, which I'm telling you what, that is like magic and they're free. So we have these, these sponsors that are giving us money and we wanted to figure out what to do with it. So we're spending it on these pop-ups. And what's really cool about this is, um, you get a whole day of incredible content speakers. And you know what we're doing there too? We're advocating for new women speakers who haven't had a platform before. They may have something they want to teach and nobody's ever given them a chance. And guess what? They're there at the pop-ups along with other really amazing women who've spoken before. And that's a great thing. So it's, it's a regional pop-up. So you can meet the women in your area. Lunch is on us. It's free. We're not trying, yeah, and we're not even like, it's not like, oh boy, it's not a timeshare thing we're going <laughs> to or anything. It's, it really is. It's just like, this is what this is for. You guys need to connect together. You need to learn together. You need to grow together. And that's what we're at. But please. I think please. she's in Texas. I'm pretty sure she's in Texas. Oh, man. Do you have one in Texas set up yet? We have one in Florida, and then we have one in Arizona, and so um, there's going to be one in Wisconsin. I know that there is. That's what that's what it is for right now. Okay. Um, so because and, you know, here's the deal. So when when we got when the Facebook group went viral, I said, man, I think I need to start a nonprofit, and so that's when I met Dr. Rose at something, and you know, we all just kind of started it. So. So really, the nonprofit's only been going like three years, even though I've been working at this for a long time. And so we're really just getting on, on our feet underneath us to, to really help meet the challenges because it's just coming like yeah. a roaring tide. And it's awesome. It is I so want to see women chiropractors move chiropractic to a 
a better, higher level, right? And we oh, can do it. Yep, absolutely. I mean, I've been in practice 10 years and it is vibrate. The energy is incredibly, it is like noticeably different. Like the vibrational energy of women empowerment within this profession, like it's, it's so great. And so I can't even like imagine what it's going to be five years from now. So it's so cool. So, oh, awesome. Um, tell people where, if they want more information on the reentry program or to buy tickets to the annual conference, where to get that. Okay. Uh, womenchiropractors.org, O-R-G, has all that amazing information in it. And if you aren't even a part of Women Chiropractors free group, go ahead and get on that. All you have to do is approve that you've got a license or you're a student at a chiropractic college. We'll let you in there. Um, there is incredible resources in there, isn't it? I learn stuff all the time. And I've been in practice for 38 years. So, oh yeah. I mean, it's such like a loving group. Like there's no negativity. There's no judgment. It's, it's fantastic. You know why that is? Because I'm a mom of seven and I figured out how to make them all work together. So like when I set that thing up, it was just like kindergarten rules. These are the rules, everybody. <laughs> well, it'd be nice. And then if people aren't nice, their stuff isn't in there because like, especially the introverts, they're just like, I'm not going to say anything. Mm -hmm. I looked at comments from two different groups at the same time that was in ours and the same question somewhere else. That person got eight interactions. We got like 250 interactions. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Just yeah. because, you know, don't knock someone down. Have a reasonable discussion. And mm -hmm. if you don't like it, that's fine. But that's your choice. But anyway, so if you're not in Women Care Producers Free Group, go on it. Um, we have a page. Um, we have the .org for those of you who aren't chiropractors, you know, whatever you're doing. I know you reach way outside the lines with all that's awesome. So, and we have, we also have, by the way, a virtual academy because Nicole Kelly will be after me, but it's awesome. Free resources, if you're a member, we can even have free members, paid members. And then for those of you who are brilliant, like Dr. Lauren, we have our platinum group, which is our brilliant mastermind of women who are working together to change this world of women chiropractors for even the better. And I am just absolutely thrilled to see what's happened. It is Beyond amazing. wildest dreams, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank you so, so much, Dr. Cindy. Um, I know that I just feel like we really helped Dr. Britt and I'm sure so many other women listening because, um, like I said, you know, a lot of the women who listen are about to enter that phase where they're like pregnant and they're in school or, you know, like they just, they're, it's going to be great. So thank you so much for your time. Um, like, like she said, go look into the reentry program. If this really resonated with you, make sure you're part of the free women chiropractors, Facebook group, um, come down to Clearwater, Florida, the beginning of May and like hang with all of us. It's going to be amazing. Um, and yeah, with, with that, uh, thanks for listening. And until next week, she slayers. Bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. 
Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. 